We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Huddle up, it's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. We are a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I am Andrew, and thank you for joining us this evening. Sorry for the bit of a delay as uh, we had a little bit of uh, technical issues. As you can see, my camera is a lot closer than usual. But uh, hey, you wanted to be close. It's a host Falama. So come on. There now. it is. You want to be close. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us uh, on YouTube tonight <laughs> and or downloading the show. Uh, we very much appreciate you joining us for this fun and games. Uh, let's bring in the gang, starting with one super fan, Mike. There they are. Like, like and subscribe. subscribe. Lovely. How are you? Good. Yeah, it's it's been what, three weeks, I guess, since the last show. It has, yeah. Yeah, so it's getting closer, and now it'll be weekly. It's going to be fantastic. Like, I know, right? We're Oh, we're that much closer. That I much know. closer. Right? Every week, Goodness. every week, we're going to be chatting. It's going to be great. It's going to um, be great. All right, well, who else is with us? Uh, who could it be? Well, it could be one Commissioner Kayla. Um, I need a top-up. We waited too long. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I, I just about finished already. Yeah. <laughs> what are you having this evening there, Kayla? I am having True North Cider. And it's lemon lavender, and it mm. is way too good for its own good because I just, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's okay because I got backups underneath. <laughs> These oh, are important. That's good. Good to have backups. Good to have backups. Uh, all right, let's get us all together in one spot. There we are. We are <coughs> together. Uh, before we uh, get into any of the news and or um, questions and things, uh, of course, tonight, we are going to do a little bit of an AMA. So throw your questions in the chat for us and we will uh, answer them to the best of our abilities. Um, my goodness, that is a, a giant forehead. I don't even know how to like, this is not cool. I really upset by this camera. Um it's very clear but not yeah everyone's like wow stop looking in that direction can you turn your camera off andrew i'll work on it um but before we start on that i do want to uh give a a shout out and well wishes to anyone that might have been evacuated with all the fires yeah um i know some are still going on but uh, it seems to be getting a little more under control but we'll see what happens as we get back into the hotter temperatures um we went away for a week and 
we had to do a lot of detouring and uh I bet. but at the same time i was uh you know worried about all those people that have to be displaced and and uh for a time they're worried about some family members possibly having to evacuate so right. um so yeah i'm i'm hoping everybody is okay and uh, that they can get back into their spots before too long um as you said mike we are one not even a week now away Less from training camp Less than a week. Five days. Oh, rookie camp opens tomorrow as of this yep. recording. And uh, of course, Sunday is the big day where we will all be sitting in the stands judging people. And uh, then, of course, celebrate with our mothers afterwards. And happy Mother's right. Day early to everybody. So I hope they have a lovely day. Yes. Uh, uh, this is our second Ask Me Anything episode. Um, so I know that we'll get a few questions in there. And, uh, and we'll definitely get to those as we get through here. Um, I, I just want to ask everybody if you're, if you're watching, share the link, um, help us out, ring the bell, put the little like thing on the bottom. All those things help the show throw in a uh, comment. to expand and uh, throw in a comment. Absolutely. All those things. Let's, uh, let's have some fun with it. So, uh, before we talk football, let's talk a little, little hockey, our team into round two. Last time we chatted, we weren't sure that was going to happen. They're into round two. Yep. So do they do the same as round one and now just win three straight? Let's hope so. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It's going to be exciting. Of course it will be. Yes. So I, You know, the best part for me is now I get to wear a jersey to work like every game ah. day. So it's outstanding. Yes. I, I, I don't ever want them to end so that I can. Uh, yeah. I'm like, can I do that for Elks games? Can I do oh, that? that'd be nice. Every game day. Every game day. Oh, just, that'd be awesome. I think I might. Inst I'm I'm the boss. I might as well institute that. It'll be great. Exactly. It's all for. I mean, it's all for team spirit. It's great. Um. All right. Uh. We'll get to the questions right away. I do want to talk about our draft picks a little bit because our draft picks. Boy, we had a busy day there. Um. Started, of course, with the global draft. Yeah. Where uh, we started by uh, picking a 36 year old kicker. Only 35. He'll be 36 Six. in a couple of months. I thought, yeah, guys. I thought it was next week. Wasn't in it July, I think. I thought it was May. Okay, well, he's about to be. Um, yeah. From Great Britain. Uh, he is already signed, though. So he is. There you go. Uh, I really liked our second pick, actually, in the global draft. Uh, Killian Zierer, yeah. um, offensive lineman from Germany. Now, he did sign a deal with Houston, um, but I think that's a great futures pick especially when you're talking about a global draft. So I was okay with that. I was okay with oh, the sure. first one, but you're okay with the first one. Okay. So why were you okay with the first one? Cause they're the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted and to see what would happen. But... Other reasons. but yeah. <laughs> oh, you thought the first one was not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, Brit, Brit, <laughs> my age. Wow. It's all coming together. Kayla. So Sunday's saying, gonna man, be... this yeah. is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> As Cliffy D says in the chat, Kayla's lost in the sauce. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. You, yeah. You, yeah. You'll see, Cliffy. You'll see. <laughs> yeah. I like the fact that Tim Capper just asked if it's actually me or if I was AI generated. Uh, I, I The more I look at it, I think I'm probably just part of some type of SCTV sketch. Like, I should be like... Really... <laughs> Like, yes. First district now in 3D. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, 
All right, let's talk about the national draft. Second overall pick for the Elks. They picked linebacker Matthew Broderick uh, from the University of Montreal. Um, had a couple of interceptions at the Combine. Uh, panel, call, panel called him very much like Mike O'Shea. Um, and of course, uh, with Konar being in that will spot, I think this is where we're trying to find a little more depth there as well. Um, and special teams for sure. Absolutely. Monster on special teams. Yeah. Um, I liked how excited that Chris Jones was about that signing. And uh, I loved when they put out the video when he called him and all he could do is be like, thank you. Like, that's it. Like you could tell he was just happy. So yep. um, that's, that, that was pretty exciting. And uh, the nice thing is too, with our class, there's only one guy that we haven't signed. We signed everyone else. Yeah. So awesome. that, that means we got a lot of guys coming. So, all right, let's rip through these quickly. Uh, linebacker, Jake Taylor from the U of A. Oof. Yes. Bor- who was born in 2001. Boy. <laughs> I like all three of us. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like December, <laughs> de- almost 2002. Really? Yeah. Wow. Almost as old as my oldest, <laughs> or old, just older than my oldest. Yeah, fantastic. Oy, yeah. Oh. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, that's it for the podcast tonight. Have a great <laughs> day. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sticking around. That's right. Uh, all right. Next one, we picked offensive line Philip Grahovic. Yeah. Um, he did stand out at combine. Actually, I did, uh, you know, the offensive line class, obviously not as many offensive linemen picked this time around, right. but, uh, but I do remember him standing out at the combine. Uh, Hodge actually had him fourth overall in the wow. mock draft. So, so yeah, not, not a bad thing. Uh, next pick long snapper, Luke Burton Cron from UBC. Um, now he did play a lot of linebacker and I guess the long snapping is just kind of an added benefit. Right. So, oh. um, Kind of nice because I at first when we saw a long snapper, I know Paul and I both looked at each other like, didn't we? Didn't Last we just get AJ? And he's yeah. good. I don't. Uh, yeah. So anyway, now we have a linebacker that can back up long snap. There we go. Do you remember what number he was during combine? Because I don't recognize that name. Uh, Burton Cron. Yeah. I don't know if he was at the combine or not. To be honest. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Fair. I don't think so. Um. Then defensive lineman Noah Curtis from Kaiser University uh, projects more as a defensive tackle, uh, which I think we had to get. I was actually a little surprised when we were in the number two range. Not that I'm upset with uh, Michael Broderick, but I thought Lowell Ugoak might be coming our way. Just back up with Pelly likely going to uh, to the NFL next year would be my guess. Because yeah. uh, we all know he's going to have a monster year this year. Um, running back Bertrand Terrancy Beaulieu. Nice. Hey, I knew how to say his last name now because there we it had is. one of those. Hey, neat. Uh, from the University of Montreal. Uh, offensive lineman Spencer Masterson from Guelph. Defensive back Bruno Legacy from the University of Montreal, who is the only one who hasn't signed yet. Yeah. Running back Derek Best from the Langley Rams, uh, but he had also played two years at Western. So lots of University of Montreal to go along with Michael Broderick. And uh, like I said, everyone signed except for one. I think Mm, it's not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Um, All right, let's get to uh, our first question and then we'll carry on with signings and all those fun things. So uh, what's the first question we had in the chat, Superfan? 
Uh, the chat, let's just see what we got here. Besides, how's everyone tonight? Um, yeah, besides that, yeah. Uh, so big fan 2019 is asking, uh, I have a question. Will we see a CFL app this season? Interesting. I would have to think it's got to be on the forefront at some point, especially with us teaming up with the name escapes me right now. Um, the company that we, they joined with last year that does all the staff. Right. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm talking about, but I can't for some reason bring the name forward. Um, you'd have to think that they'd want to have an app. They're up, they were updating all of the games site on cfl.ca, and we we got that where you can find all of your fantasy and pickums and all that in one spot. Right. Um, and that got a whole new look, new look, new work over. Uh looks really nice. Nice. So I'd have to think that an app wouldn't be far away. Yeah, I'm wondering though, are, is the focus going to be on an app or are they just going to say, let's just get a website that kind of does the same thing and people can go there? We'll see. Uh, Chris Argos says genius. Genius sports. There we yes. go. Thank you. Oh, I thought he was better. calling you one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they all, I do have a giant head. So maybe that's what it, that's what it is. Yeah. That's probably super genius. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Mega Mind is probably better. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i should i'll paint my head blue for the next podcast and we'll be Please perfect do. yeah um yeah i think you're you might be right there mike they might just be updating their website and say go there yeah. but um i don't know what else they would do in an app other than the stats really right and each team has an app now so you're getting a lot of the the basic information there um the old cfl app was really just videos right mm -hmm. so um yeah unless they wanted to do something stats wise or or connect it to something with betting maybe some down the yeah. road but yeah for sure somewhere in there all right great question thanks big fan 2019 uh all right let's get to our signings we had a few signings in the meantime and of course they're loading up for training camp so uh, we did finally sign national linebacker Woodley Apollon that we traded for a while back. So now we have both Apollons under contract. Yep. Uh, punter Noah Getman. Defensive. I'm going to go through these really quickly. Defensive back Dwayne Thompson. Defensive back Marloshawn Franklin Jr. I like his last name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, defensive back Kyle Hemby, who, of course, obviously is part of the Superman family. That's right. Amazing. <laughs> You're welcome, Kamish. Defensive back Antonio Mitchell, national defensive lineman Olivier Charles Pierre. Yes. Now he's incarnate word. And 6'1, 379 pounds. Yeah. I think Morley Scott said to me that uh, he's 6'1 in both directions. So that's. <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah, not, not wrong. there. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's that is that's that's yeah, a like natural punch line. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But 375 officially makes him the heaviest player ever to play for green and gold. Really? Really? Wow. Before that was three. Well, that's the official weight. I mean, Correct. Patrick Cabongo was a big boy. <laughs> and <laughs> the numbers that he gave in the media guide may not have been hundred percent accurate. Oh, okay. All right. Well. But if we also, yeah, we also had a guy in 49 that said he was 240 pounds and turns out he's closer to 400. So, you know, whoa. Okay, <laughs> then. All right. Another well, big boy. 
that's a big boy all right yeah uh wide receiver cameron sullivan brown national wide receiver gabriel apia kubi now he was at the combine and actually did run the fastest time in the 40 um one of the things that uh i did notice with him uh lots of speed but he they might turn him into a db because he'd be right. better at knocking balls down than catching them i think yeah. So, but tons of speed. Uh, and, and honestly at this point, cause they signed him right after it was like an extra draft pick. Yeah. Right. So not a bad thing. Offensive lineman, Tony gray, wide receiver, Quan Harrison running back Jadarius woods, a dairy eye back in the family. It's That's always it. good. It's very good. National wide receiver, Aiden Pierce, national defensive lineman, Riley Safransky. Yeah. Did I say it right? Mike? Defensive lineman. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I went to school with his dad. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's from the U of A. He's yes, he is. That's amazing. That's really yeah. cool. Uh, and defensive lineman Daryl Middleton. Um, so lots of new names for us to be learning and giving new nicknames to at camp in just a few days. Um, couple of releases that uh one in particular, pretty upsetting. Oh, I'll uh, say. Uh kicker Sergio. Castillo. I couldn't even say it the right way because it's just like, oh, it's too painful. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was he was out of work for less than an hour. So yeah. <laughs> not not surprisingly. Um, no. But uh, I guess with all these other kickers coming in. Well, something. I mean, we've uh, heard that he was asked to take a pay cut and he said, nope. Mm -hmm. And so they released him because they had to make him fit. So wait a second. On a Chris Jones team, somebody uh, they asked somebody to take a pay cut. That's weird. Weird. I know. I don't know <laughs> why. Uh, also released defensive lineman Avery Ellis, uh, who was in a trade, came to us last year. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, we're loading up on younger defensive linemen right away. For so sure. We'll see that happening. And a shocker yesterday. Oh retired defensive back donovan alumba who That's so sad like i had him penned in as a corner this year yeah and like, a starter. like starter yeah and just oh such a nice dude i yeah that's that was upsetting that's upsetting um all right let's, i think uh, it was my favorite part of the combine <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's very true yeah uh, all right. One of the couple of news pieces um, you could, uh, if well, you can't anymore because it's sold out, but you could put your name on the sticker on the helmet. Yeah. And then get the stickers afterwards in a nice little frame pack. Uh, cool idea. Um, That's cool. It's sold out already. Yeah. Oh, it didn't That's take awesome. long. No. They had one, they had one left and it was at the uh, Elks, the alumni wine tasting. Oh, and okay. so you could bid on that. They had a little silent auction this year. Oh, wow. And one okay. of them was. They had one at the women's dinner as well. Okay. And uh, our good friend Linda won. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Bra. So she she won um, at the women's dinner or at yeah. the... Oh, nice. Okay. That's awesome. And so she'd already bought one for Brian. Because yeah. she figured Brian would want that. Absolutely. Um, so then she bid on it and won. So that way she could go on there with Brian. Oh, Aww. that's amazing. Yeah. I... I that's just one of those feel-good stories that just makes it all worth it for sure. Yeah. Go, Linda. Go, yeah. Linda. Ooh. I can't wait to see it with like, I mean, I know you saw the one at the alumni right, tasting at the wine tasting. where they had all the names. Like 
does it look as cool as it i think it will look yeah absolutely i mean it's one of those things that when it catches the light from different angles it's it has this different kind of like shifting looked about it which i really like so i'm looking forward to see it on the field oh that's amazing that that's that's awesome um i'm yeah i'm very excited for that so I, I, I want to see it with Linda and Brian's name on it. That's so awesome. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, did they say, is that happening? Are they like changing the sticker throughout? Or is it the same? No, it's just the year, one just, game. Just, oh, the just the one, just oh. the opener. Okay. Okay. So we're going to put them on the helmets for that. I, I was hoping it would be for the entire season. I would have definitely, I was considering getting uh, Thomas's name on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just because if we could get a game worn helmet with that logo on it, I thought it would look really cool. But that would. apparently it's just for the one game. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's See, still, my, still pretty cool. I would yeah. auction some of those off then. The game worn helmets with the stickers. But they're not going to, because they're going to take them off and put the regular stickers back on. Oh. Yeah. oh. So. Well, that makes more. Yeah, Fiscal I mean, sense. they could, I guess, take those stickers off and the, the, and put those back on. Yeah, just be like, would you like this worn sticker? Oh. Yeah. yeah, well, that's kind of how it's going to go, I think. Like, yeah, they're going to we'll pull. The, well, that's what goes in the frame, right? Is they pull the sticker off of right one of the helmets and puts it and put it in the frame for them, I think. Right. So, yeah, so that should be pretty. Or cool. it's just extra stickers. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's I true. stand yeah. more stickers, yeah. please. Either way, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's 90 people's names on there, and I don't know if we're gonna have nine even on a Chris Jones team, we're not gonna have 90 people wearing helmets. So <laughs> even on are you yeah. sure? Are you sure? Apparently, there's some sort of rule about not having that oh, many people. First regular season game. I yes. got it. I yeah. got it now. Yeah. All right. Um all right, let's go. Uh let's get to another question and then we can come back to Horde and Tell, and then we'll get to some more questions. For sure. Uh, I got a few in the chat here. Um, yeah, always hand, uh, handy. Uh, so big fan 2019 and Leanne uh, are asking about um, the the report that came out that we lost uh, quite a bit of money. Mm, okay. Um, when the financials came out. So I'm just not sure if anyone else sort of saw that. Nope. Um, we we're sort of thinking what. Oh, your mic could have, Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike. Oh, there you go. No, there you go. You're back. <laughs> Lovely. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure uh, why we lost so much money, um, but there's a lot of potential reasons. Of course, attendance was way down. Correct. Yep. Uh, we lost 3.3 million in 2022. Yep. Oof. So, uh, I, I know there's caps for for coaches, for players. And obviously we were one of the teams that did not break the cap as far as the yep. players are concerned. Um, but Good I, thing I without yeah. result, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. How did Ottawa break? The yeah. Cap? That's... I, what? I, I got nothing. I, me either. Yeah. I got, I got zip on that one. Um, At least the, you know, the two people in the great cup both broke. So, I mean, they're like but, worth yeah. it. Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, yeah, I, th I think attendance played a huge role last year because even by mid-season, it was much less, right? The yeah. the year before, it it was kind of those last few games, but this one, by mid-season, there, there was a lot less people there. So I, I think that plays a, a pretty enormous role in, in the loss. Um, but I think they were also trying to do things to attract people in and... Um, 
just the promotion of that would cost more because they were doing it under the gun because Victor only came in in January. Right. So really beginning of February. Really? Yeah. So, uh, so I'm thinking that now they've had a year to plan. They might be getting, you know, a better deal, all those kind of things. Right. So I, I think that that would play a big role. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see Ken saying corporate sales were down about 600 K too. So doesn't well, help that that goes back to what we were saying though. The, the attendance was obviously less, right? So, yeah. And there's such, so many different things uh, that they're contributing to it. I don't think there's any one single thing. So I don't think there's going to be necessarily one single fix that right. like no magic bullet. That's going to, to get everyone coming back to the stadium. Some people are just not going at all um for whatever reason some people are sort of a wait and see their record has not helped oh, not being not, able to no. see our team win since 2019 even with the missing season which again also didn't help yep yep yeah it, it'll take it, some time to bounce back for sure yeah, yeah. definitely I, and also, um, even the things like you've mentioned before, Mike, the digital tickets, the all, like all of those things, they all play a role, right? So, yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, at this point, I don't think they're going after the millennials anymore. I think they're going after Generation Z. So, yeah, or Z. Yeah. Um, sorry, they passed you by, Kayla. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. I think that they're very focused on it. And I know that a lot of people that are older, which I mean, when your average age of a CFL fans in the 50s, mm. um, you know, and when you're trying to get all these kids, there's going to be a lot of older people there. And if they don't feel like they're being either listened to or they're not making it easy for them to go and spend their money, then they'll be like, I've got a 50 or 60 or whatever inch TV at home, 80 inch TV. Yeah. I've got great views of everything. The beer is always cold. There's no lineup to the bathroom. Yep. That's your main competitor for a lot of these people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, the other part too that I'm just going to throw in there is, I mean, they they launched the new jerseys to like, uh, like nobody wants the white numbers. Now some people did get them. Don't get me wrong, but I have a feeling that that was affected a little bit last year. They will not be here next year. What's that? Those jerseys. Those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I and that's why I'm waiting to get yeah. a new jersey till next year chris I, I, yeah. there were far too many changes for conservative albertans to deal with um i can see that uh, yeah fair. the name change has i've talked to many people that will still not support the team because of the name change and that is really unfortunate uh, i would rather see football regardless of what they're called yep. than not but yep. that's i mean that's my choice right everyone has to make that choice mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i agree i agree so. um yeah, it's, there, there's a lot of things that add into that, but I would, I got to be honest with the way that it went last year, I was kind of surprised it was only three. <laughs> like I, I thought it was going to be a bigger loss. So, that's, right. you know, uh, but I, but I think when you look at some of the things that they're gearing up for this season, I think there's, they're going to make it. And again, winning will definitely help a hundred percent. You yeah. start especially seeing, at home. Yeah. Well, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, we haven't seen a home win in three, almost four years. That's changing. Yeah. Everybody relax. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But like, that's June, why June I think 11th. A lot of people are I've talked to a lot of people as well that are like they're gonna wait and see how the season goes before they get tickets or commit. Okay. 
I also talked to a lot of people that bought tickets for just the first game because they know that if we don't win, they get free tickets to the next game. <laughs> and yep. that's going to hit the bottom line as well, right? So Yeah, it would. Yeah, absolutely. So, so they're spending money. They have to those hopefully. season seats so cheap. Like, you can't even see an Oilers game and you could get the family to the to the, like the, the rest of the season. Like, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, I, a friend, of, a good friend of ours just bought season tickets yesterday. She's yeah. now a season ticket holder. I saw that. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was, she bought for herself and her two gets kids get free in section CC. Amazing. Awesome. Well, and I, I, uh, I laughed a little because uh, one of our good friends, uh, Susan right underneath re replied with, Oh, that's great. And make sure yes. you catch up with the turf district and the elk third. And I'm like, yeah, we, she hangs out with us all the time. Like she, she's at Mike's house all the time. So yeah. it was good. Yeah. That well, was especially awesome. the person that posted it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, she's was... definitely here. All oh, the time. she's yeah. <laughs> you don't say so. Yeah. Yeah, Fire here. trucker. Yeah, that's right. Um, so no, I I I just like seeing it, and I think they're doing some of the right things. That's that's the yeah. bottom line, right? They're doing the right things. So they've got a war chest specifically for this, so that they can last through it. So mm -hmm. yep, yep. Uh, other big announcement from the uh, the. Uh, general meeting today was uh, that we have a new chairman of the board. Yeah, absolutely. And he's and, a friend of the podcast. And for the first time ever, he's a former player. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Tom Richards. First time ever? Correct. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a big deal. That is. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll have to see if Tom wants to come back on. Absolutely. Yeah. Lots of things to talk about. Tell more stories. That's right. <laughs> All right, you want to do a quick horde and tell there, super fan, and then we'll just do questions like crazy? Sure, sounds good. All right, here we go. Horde and tell, go ahead. All right, uh, so I've talked about this before. Um, we talked briefly about how uh, in 1981, we had uh, the CFL champions versus the NFL champions. Um, but that wasn't the first, and that was a basketball game in 1981 with the Oakland Raiders losing to Edmonton in basketball in 1981. Um, but that's not the first time that Edmonton has um, done something with the American side of things. In 57, we played two games in the United States. We played uh, a preseason game in Portland versus the uh, BC Lions. And then a week later, we played at Keysor Stadium in San Francisco versus the BC Lions. Uh, so just to see, uh, take a look at it. Here's the program from that game at Kizar. Hopefully a little focus oh. there. So that Ooh. was the game. Um, it was a real barn burner. We won nine to six. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it isn't an NFL game. So yeah, NFL I mean, stadium. Are, so it makes the sense. programs are great. I mean, it's always in great shape because I think like 3000 people showed up. So yeah. they printed a whole bunch of programs, tons of great pictures in here. Um, there's lovely photos, etc. Wow. Those are great shots on your Baby. next vacation. Visit <laughs> Canada. Um, so there is that from the same game. This is a press photo, and there's Roly Miles with the ball there. Uh, Bill oh, Walker nice. throwing a block for him. So that is Kizar Stadium. On the back, there is the original news clipping. Oh, nice! So you can hopefully see that. Yes. A little bit of a write-up there, and then something I just got recently, and it's quite appropriate. There is the game film. Oh, wow. From that game. That's crazy. So there are three tins. Now, this is uh, even more meaningful, um, these three tins, because they came from the personal collection of Joe Cap. 
Um, oh, wow. And Joe Cap, for those that didn't know, passed away today. Uh, yeah. A CFL legend, uh, NFL as well. Plus, if you've ever seen back in the early 80s when um, Cal Bears were playing and um, the game was almost over and the band started coming on the field and they were running through that, he was the head coach of the Cal Bears at that point. Um, so I wasn't sure why. This is 57 Cap didn't start in the CFL till 59, and that was with Calgary. So I have no idea why he had the film. I had sent a message asking why he had it, and obviously now I know why I haven't heard back. So um, oh, wow. very sad, but uh, um, Cap was a larger-than-life personality. Um, he is in the C Canadian Football Hall of Fame. He played for the Minnesota Vikings mm -hmm. uh, in the late 60s. Um, and was an actor in several movies, including The Longest Yard, uh, yeah. and just uh, the original Longest Yard, not the Adam yes, Sandler yes, one. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I am. He was still acting even later, and then of course the big rivalry, shall we call it, with Angelo Mosca, who also passed away not too long ago. Um, so yeah, they're probably continuing it now uh, as we speak. So um, a real shame that he passed. He was eighty-five, um, and but he was just larger than life. So if you ever get a chance. There's tons of video with uh, Cap being interviewed and talking, and maybe go check it out. It's really cool. My goodness, how do you find these gems? Sometimes they find me. Someone, oh, I got wow. a link. I just got a message from someone saying this is available. Did you want it? And I said, "Is it a little early for stupid questions?" <laughs> so, oh my goodness. absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, so that's getting converted hopefully fairly soon, so we can uh, watch the 57 game, the 9-6 game. Uh, versus the Lions. At least we won, right? At least we won. Yeah, that's yep. the, that's the important part. Yeah. One of three games we played in the United States. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And and original game film, like the you just don't come across that very often. Like, no, so cool. I've got I think sixty one games in my collection. This is sixty two now. Um, and it's hard because getting sixteen millimeter, they charge by the foot. So. Mm some places to convert that would be about four or five hundred dollars per game wow so we're not going to do that yeah, we'll, we're looking at a different way makes sense makes yeah. sense but that is that's awesome uh, yeah you always get the coolest thing super fan it's some cool amazing. stuff it's amazing well we'll get um, a little white screen up there and we'll have people over to watch awesome uh, i'm in i mean you just have to get one of those projectors that you actually oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> or else no. I just want to hear it. The... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yay. Yeah. Back that up. Rewind it. Go for it. my popcorn? <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before we get to more fan questions, uh, I had a fun question for us for oh uh, for all of us. I love it. So as we wrap up our off season, yep. Uh, other than work, <laughs> what was the thing that you spent the most time on in the off season? Besides family, I'm guessing, because family's well, correct. Yes, yeah. Besides work and family, yes, of course. Oh, but, I, yeah. Oh, you already have an answer, Commissioner. Perfect. Yes. All right. Renos. Oh. What did you do? Renos. Renos. Okay, so I see the room. Yes. Did you reno anything else? Uh, yeah. Uh, downstairs in the kitchen, my room. This room took forever, and yeah, mostly just that and watching movies. I really got back into watching movies. Pay it off. That's awesome. It's because I had more money. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. Yeah, those are, I think that's the most I did. Yeah. All right. 
super fan. Yeah. What about you? Uh, actually, I went through all of my footage on DVD and VHS, and I've digitized the entire collection. So, nice. um, yeah, so I set up my media server at home. So I have over a thousand uh, videos of Edmondson, hundreds and hundreds of photo, uh, videos of other teams. Uh, I got a bunch of NFL stuff in there, uh, mostly Steelers games. Um, yeah, I know. So I can watch those. Uh, tons of CFL uh, documentaries and things like that uh, going back to the 50s. Um, awesome. I've got game footage, color game footage going back to 1947. Oh, uh, wow. yeah, some pretty, some pretty cool stuff. So now I have the ability at any point at home, just to turn on my TV and watch whatever I want to watch. So that took quite a bit of time. Um, yeah, but it's been really helpful when I'm looking for certain things that I can just on any computer here, just go through and kind of check it out. And, uh, that's how I got the footage to the team for the 81 basketball game. Yeah. Uh, Cause okay. they've been looking for it for a while, but it's already been digitized. So yeah. I was able to send him a copy. That's awesome. That's amazing. Very cool. That uh, yeah, that that would take some time. Yeah, yeah, it would. Um, I think the thing that has been taking up the majority of my time is a game called Marvel Snap. And if anybody oh. is playing Marvel Snap, please let me know so that we can play some games because it is. Uh, uh, so I'm old enough that I was around when Magic: The Gathering first came out, and I had the cards and built the decks and did all those things, and playing this game is basically like going back into when magic was released. I just am playing it nonstop. Uh, Tyler and I are playing it a lot. <laughs> it's, it's such a fun game. So um, I highly recommend that that's been other than the few little Lego pieces that I was working on. That's been uh, taking up a ton of my time. So ha ha snap. There you go. See, there you go. I knew Tyler would get in on it. Yeah. So um, no, it's, Oh my goodness. So much fun. Anyway, um, there something, something that isn't exactly football related, but kind of fun. So, uh, what other questions we got in the chat there? Super fan. Uh, let's see if I can scroll this back. They've okay. changed the chat and they've got this little icon thing on the right. So it, Oh, okay. Covers up some of it. Uh, oh. let's scroll back here. Uh, so a lot of people talking about, um, well, let's go back here. That's Kayla lost in the sauce. We're good. Uh, so, <laughs> Big fan 2019. Uh, rumor has it from TSN 1260 that Edmonton is getting a 21,500 seat stadium with a retractable roof with the hope that the Elks move there. Good or bad idea? or And the location is unknown. Hmm. Speaking myself, I think that 21,500 is too it, small. Correct. I'm not sure you can really support, especially with our ticket pricing, uh, a CFL team with that small of seats i know that we don't really hit that very often but there are going to be games hopefully as we get uh more and more wins that you'll hmm. start to see those numbers creep up again uh, i think you wouldn't want to get below two below 30 um i know that when they built commonwealth there was a plan to put a retractable roof on it yes yeah um which is kind of crazy to think about <laughs> considering how massive big that stadium is. is yeah 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 i can't imagine that would stay in repair very very no. well no so um, I, I don't know i think it's a little small um and i don't think you need to replace commonwealth uh, i think at this point uh those people that have a little more gray in the beard um might remember that when commonwealth first started uh, the corners all were grass Mm -hmm. There weren't seats in there. I think if they were to pull the seats out of those corners and maybe the upper 
decks in those sort of corners and just sort of have seats between the, the goal lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone's got a great view. Uh, I think that, you know, you could shave that down to 40 or even, you know, right. 38,000. Uh, and I think that it would look a lot better. Um, I also think that they should make the East side cheaper uh, as much as we all love the West, yep. but the cameras point East. So if you could get more people on the East side, every time you're watching it on TV, it would look a lot better. Right. So, yep. That's fair. That's fair. You know, I think yeah. there's a lot of things there, but I think 21.5 is just too small. No, I, I and I would agree. I, I love the idea of a retractable roof. Like, sure. I, I, sure. I fan Use it that, around. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it'd be amazing. But uh, yeah, I, I don't... Uh, under 30 for a CFL stadium? I think I, that's just trouble. It, it, it might be fine when you're looking at um, the, you know, they're looking at doing like the pop-up type idea in... Um, Sure. Brandon? No. Yeah. Moncton? Moncton. There you go. Yeah. Uh, if they're thinking of doing it out there in a, in a time frame that it that's not going to be forever, it's going to right. be until they get the attraction and then build another, uh, you know, a 30 or 25,000 stadium. Um, you know, you might be able to, to have some success with that out there. But right. with an established team that, you know, I, I understand our attendance has been low as of late, but... Right. Yeah. I think... I think 21 is a little bit small. I think that the pop-up idea is great. Um, back in 2010, we had Empire Field yeah. uh, in BC. I thought that was an incredible experience uh, when we first saw it. It sat um, just under 28,000 people. Um, again, for a temporary stadium, I think that's great, especially if you mm-hmm. can make it a little big, bigger. Uh, Ken says the original capacity of Commonwealth is 425 which is correct. Um, But of course we've also widened this. We've removed a seat from every row since then uh, with the, the green and gold seats that we added. Mm -hmm. So even less than that, I think now if we were to uh, remove the end zones and the expansion on the upper decks or the end zones, the corners. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But even still, it's not going to go down to 21. No, I think that's just too small. Now that could be just the original, um plan chris Iger says 21.5 would be bye-bye to gray cups um it's fair you know it's fair yeah unless you could put other seating on the end zones but even then but even then i mean if you've got a, a roof on it that's going to make it tougher yeah yeah that's but fair. why why even consider a new stadium I, that yeah. just seems like irresponsible with money when commonwealth is right there yeah i agree yeah i and again i don't know where you'd put it yeah it would, it would have to be out out of the city at this point. Like, you'd have to be on the outskirts. Uh, well, I mean, who knows? You could tear down Clark Field and Clark Park and put up something there, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. it's not a, this isn't necessarily a, this is going to happen next year. It's going to happen. Of course. You know, yeah. maybe in two, three, four, five years. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I don't All like right. change. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like my church of football that I go to already. I would like it to stay that way. That yeah, like I said, there's a lot you can do, especially when you've got a stadium that's still we've poured a lot of money into it now, but it was still cheap, like twenty one grand twenty one million when yeah. we built it in nineteen seventy eight. Wow. Uh, which, you know, was even with the uh, inflation and, and uh changing the money to, to modern currency, it's still pretty cheap. It's yeah. still pretty cheap, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I and agree. you can do a lot with it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Tarp off some areas make it happen yep I, i'm a fan of that uh all right what other questions do we have there super fan 
Uh, let's scroll back here. Uh, thoughts on the rule changes from Chris Agar. Okay, I have the rule changes here. So let's uh, let's bring those out right now. So uh, first sure. one, you do not have to touch the ball on kickoffs for them to get a rouge. Right. So if it goes through the end zone, it is a rouge, even on a kickoff. Yeah, interesting. For a speedies, like, great. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of points for me. A point yep. on every kickoff. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, every yeah, touchdown is now worth an eight automatically. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, could be worth nine. Yeah. Exactly. Go for two, get one. Perfect. Um, now, the other side of that, though, is they are the ball is moving five yards forward. So after that, it would go to the 30 instead of the 25, which I think is that started last year, right? Where was right. that to the 30? Uh, but they are also including that now for if a ball hits the post on a field goal, they'll move it out to the 30 instead mm. of the 25. Um, there's a couple other ones that they changed that I didn't right. fully understand, but it's basically, it's going to start on the 30. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, now, if you commit a holding penalty in your own end zone, uh, you get the option of a safety. Interesting. Being awarded. So that's Two a point. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Huh. So you know, the defensive line is just going to be bringing it. Absolutely. Because yeah, you get the holding. Well, I mean, especially when you talk to so many players, they say there's holding on every play. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so what do they call? Eee, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. Anyway, uh, on the other hand, don't do it. No holdy. Yeah. No touchy. Just in the inside. Not on the right. shoulders. Correct. Uh, avoidable contact with an official now is reviewable. So they can decide if it was avoidable or not. And if it, if they decide that it was, and you didn't, then it's a 10 yard penalty. Yep. So I'm okay with that. Uh, maximum of six players within two yards on either side of the snapper on kicks, which that's just so that the defense can't load up everybody on one side of the right. line. Right. So that's player safety. Yep. I, I like that one. Uh, and the other one, very small one, the teams now cannot have zero and double zero. You can only have one, one or the other. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. To make it less confusing. I think that's fine. I mean, we, we don't really like zero here anyway. We have a zero on the or double zero or zero. Just zero. I thought. Yeah. Isn't it? And then I, I laugh. Yeah. Pure for He's just zero though. Right. He's not double yeah. zero. Right. So, I, I don't know. I, I still I still would go with what Dwayne says. Okay, start counting for me. One, right. <laughs> so yeah. shouldn't be a zero. Yeah. And can't even have a one. I can't have a one. Nope. Dwayne's rule. Are you Warren Moon? No, then you can't have number one. That's <laughs> fair. It's fair. Yeah, need to keep that rule. Uh any of those rules that uh you're thinking good not good any uh, comment on them well like i said i think it's gonna be interesting to see the uh holding if you're on your own one yard line if it results in a safety that i'd like to have seen that maybe played at university and junior football for a year or two before we brought it in but we'll see because i i think that's going to affect some scoring uh, coach uh vic says that there is holding as a defensive coordinator I would say there is holding on every play, every damn play. <laughs> Throw that flag. Uh-huh. Every defensive coordinator everywhere. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing is all the all the offensive uh, offensive line coaches say the same thing. There's always holding. Yeah. It's a matter of like, do they let go in time, and and how quick do are they, they call the, the guy down? Do they? Yeah. 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 Well, how many times last year did we see with the the arm around and the guys leaning back, get, trying to run yeah. through? No call. Okay, that's not holding. I don't. Anyway. No. And we don't know what any calls are anymore. I sure don't know what PI is. Yeah. No, we're not getting into that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was scrolling back through the chats here and I, I do appreciate Cliffy D once again, when we were talking about our 379 yes. pound defensive lineman, he said, that's three Sean whites. It's true. <laughs> no, Cl- Cliffy's been on an fire. Image. There's quite a few uh, in there. Chris says maybe four. Yeah, that's it's uh, pretty close anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> six feet both ways love it okay uh any other questions there super fan uh let's see what we got here we talked about um uh victor that is cheaper than the average cost of family of four to see one order's game that's for some people that's cheaper than one ticket to correct see. yeah exactly. not even a family a family yeah. no one. that's what i that's what i meant yeah the one game i wanted to go to last year was 200 dollars in nosebleeds yeah really for one ticket Wow. And for a, less than that, you can get a family of three in. Oh, for, I thought it was four. Sorry. Well, it's what you can have two kids for every adult for mm, one ticket. Okay. So they're free. So, okay. yeah, maybe. Wow. Jeez. Uh, Cliffy D talking about uh, the passing of Joe Cap. King Kong Mosca waiting at the pearly gates like surprise, mother fire trucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Oh, my wow yeah for those of us that were at that uh um gray cup in uh vancouver 2011 (laughs) right yeah it was uh it was something to see yeah yeah everyone thought it was a bit until it wasn't and then that yeah wow that's that's crazy can someone explain i don't know so um (laughs) yes in 1963 um Hamilton and BC were playing in the Grey Cup. It was in Vancouver, uh, and it was the first time BC was in the Grey Cup. Um, Mosca played for Hamilton, and there was a guy named Willie Fleming, who's a running back playing for BC. Uh, Fleming was the big star. Uh, Cap was the quarterback. They called him Willie the Wisp. Um, and he was coming around with the ball, and Mosca, who's a defensive tackle, came over and just clobbered him as he was getting to the sidelines, going out of bounds, and his knee hit uh, Willie in the head and knocked him out of the game. Um, and he didn't play the rest of the game and they lost to Hamilton that year. They won the next year, but uh, Cap was l- a bit incensed on the sidelines and had to be held back. Um, Moscow was also a wrestler, uh, was a famous heel whenever he went to Vancouver, regardless <laughs> of where he was, everyone else. And uh, Willie Fleming always said that he made Moscow famous. Um, so they got back together in 2011 because it was in Vancouver. And they had Cap and Mosca both there at the alumni luncheon. And um, Cap was known as Nutty Joe, and not just because he sold a lot of peanut butter. Um, he's a little, he's a little out there. Um, yeah. Had a flower and started dancing and waving it in Mosca's face. Mosca did not take kindly to that. Uh, told him where he could stick that flower. And then took his cane and swung it at Cap, and they had a fist fight. Two 80 some odd, you know, 70 some odd year old men yeah. beating the crap out of each other on stage. Um, 
Mosca had just released his autobiography and he was a former wrestler. So a lot of people thought, oh, this is just a, this is a bit, this is a, a you know, a work. Yeah. Uh, no, it was not. They were really trying to kill each other on stage. They were later on like talk shows in the States. I think Dr. Phil had them both on and yeah. There has impressive. to be film on this. Somewhere. Oh, there is film. Oh, there's yeah, film. It was all yeah. over YouTube. Yeah. 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 Cause this is in 2011. So there were people that had, you know, early camera phones and everybody was filming it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. My, my. Yeah. Kind of amazing. Yeah. And I want to find this video. <laughs> oh, it's pretty crazy. And then you can hear all the words they're saying to each other. Uh, yeah, and then you can see uh, Leo Ezrins, who was the head uh, of the Alumni Association at that time. He just pops up and runs to the stage immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Chris Agar says he'll send you the link. It's it's pretty cool. Thank you. Okay, yeah. it's uh, Well, I, I don't know if cool is the right word. <laughs> it was something. It was yeah. only in the CFL, I yeah. gotta tell you. Yeah, because yeah, you were at you were at the yeah. lunch that time, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> you saw it in person. <laughs> it was, and again, everybody there was just like, "Is this real? Is this happening?" <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. that's crazy. Oh man, oh, my yeah. um, good story. Good it's story. a great. It's a great story. Yep. Yep. All right. Any other uh, questions in there, super fan? Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, we've already talked about thoughts on the rule changes. Uh, Chris Agar says that Tom Richards told him himself that he wants to be back on the podcast. Did he? So let's make that happen. All right. Well, then we can do that. Yeah. Uh, Coach Vic. Oh, I see. So that's why Coach Vic is talking about uh, he's able to purchase four season tickets for under $600. Yeah. Wow. Like that's. Yeah. That is cheaper than that's what's cheaper than a family of four to see an orders game. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. It's cheaper than two people to go see an Euler game. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Ken says the link to the Elks financial reports is no longer active. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I was there for today. Interesting. Well, let's not dwell on the past. No. Come on now. Come on now. Be a goldfish. Carry on. Yeah. Maybe they're fixing something. Let's go with that. Yep. Coach Rick, we will see a whole season with four people for a great price. Absolutely. That, hey, points for the absolutely. Yep. It's great. Yeah. What else? Tim Capper suggests I start a Patreon for digitizing. Uh, <laughs> while that is certainly possible, I don't think that... Uh, what do you give someone for that? Uh, I'm not sure I can... I've already signed a contract with the league not to be distributing footage, so... Okay. So I guess pull some stuff off back there and start giving out to people. <laughs> yeah. Just come on. Just give me your money. I show up on the podcast. Isn't that good enough? Right. Like, that's a, that should be it. That's all they need. <laughs> you get to be a featured fan. Yeah, you uh, go. I do have, I, I, I do know a guy that'll do it a lot cheaper. Uh, a friend of mine, Tom Elder, he's been doing a, a Calgary Stampeder classics on YouTube, okay. um, digitizing a lot of footage. He does not have the same contract I have with the league. So, uh, he's not restricted on what he can put on there and not. Um, and I know that the, the, the former players love being able to see their footage from way back. I've been yeah. able to make copies for players, but I can't unfortunately make copies for other people. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. At least yeah. the players are getting it, which is the important. They're exactly. the people that played it. I mean, they, right. they should definitely have it. Or their families if they're gone. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. You just have a library rental system. Remember those little cards? Oh, yeah. No? If only. <laughs> and I'm sure nobody would make copies. No, never. No. I wouldn't, I promise. Exactly. <laughs> that was totally believable, Kate. That was totally believable. Yep, I'd totally cry. Believable. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we will, uh, let's, uh, we'll wrap up the podcast for this week Excellent. because, uh, and then we can get into some overtime. Of course, training camp this Sunday, oh, be at the stadium. We will be at the stadium. We will be there cheering on. We sure will. Uh, making comments, all those things. Uh, Mike, are you taking in more of it next week other than just Sunday and Saturday or not well, because sure of um, uh, the new digs and job? Yeah, and the fact that my boss is away uh, for the next mm. three weeks, so Helpful. so we will see. We will see what we can see. All right. If it makes you feel any better, yeah, I was going to do flex time. Not a lot of flexing going on. No. I will be there. Thanks for asking. Okay, I was You're getting there. You were the next friend on the list. Um, I'm glad. So you're going to be there Sunday, but are you going to be there any of the weekdays, Kayla? Yep. Um, Friday for sure. Okay. And then hopefully Thursday. I was supposed to be there on Monday, but my boss pretty much said I had to come in to work on Monday for a team meeting. So, okay. Yeah. All right. The, um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know how much of it I'm going to catch, but I'll definitely catch the, the, uh, the weekend days. And then I'm going to try to get out on other days if I can. Um, uh, any either of you traveling down to Calgary for the preseason game? Okay, I, I don't. I'm. It'll probably be a last minute decision. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try and go down. Um, maybe take the boys and go down Sunday and spend the night, and then be nice. there for the game on Monday, and then drive back. So, um, you know, one of them doesn't have school on Tuesday, so that's fine, and the other one, he'll be fine. Um, that's, that's for. Um, that's. Sorry, that's long weekend, right? That weekend? Yep. Yeah. Yep. May long oh, weekend. Maybe. So. Maybe. Victoria Day. That's right. But is it what time is it at? Two? Two. Yeah. Oh. Yep. oh. Yeah. So it's t- totally doable. That's why mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm. Two, minute. game over at five. You're home by nine. It's all right. Not too bad. Not too bad. Right. So, um, yeah. So if uh, hopefully we'll get some more people down just to watch that and cheer on the boys and see how things go. Um, I mean, it's preseason, so it's more just go down to see how your nicknames panned out and carry out from there. So it yes. should be fairly important. Really easy. Uh, our good friend Paul Reckner will be down and going down to uh, that game as well. And um, he, um, I should send a shout out to Paul because he uh, very, uh, Paul and Jana, excellent hosts for us while we were out on the island this past week. It was amazing and uh, had some really, really good conversations with him. So thank you to both of them. It was amazing. So. And good food, if I know Paul. Oh, my good Lord, yes. Yeah. There was lots of very, very good food. And, uh, yes, we were truly spoiled. So, and Nathan, I'm, I'm sure he actually asked if he could be adopted a couple of times while he was there. It's, it's, he's he's quite happy to be out there. Um, so, it was amazing. But uh, thank you to them. It was awesome. Uh, once again, before I forget, happy Mother's Day to all of yes. the mothers in the herd and everybody that joins us in the huddle. Um, I hope you have a wonderful Mother's Day uh, and we'll celebrate with you all after training camp is finished and we'll come and find time to go do things. Absolutely. Forgive us. <laughs> yeah. 
I have to get the mothers on the show next week. See what they think of trading camp. Yes. That would be fun. Yeah. See how that goes. Uh, all right. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you on the Twitters probably more often now, Kayla, because the season is back. Where do they find you? Uh-huh. Maybe. You can try. No, okay. I will be. At Duchess Lombardi on Twitter. Come on. I need more like good football posts to drown out all the other crap that's on there. So let's get Oh, believe me, the gifs like are coming. Oh, good. Outstanding. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. That's how I communicate in real life. It's wonderful. That's not so real. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind emojis. Of f- fake real life. Yeah. Fake. Uh, super fan. Where's everybody find you? They can find me at 56 Parkies on most of these social media apps, uh, or they can find the history and hoard and tell segments at the Edmonton football history page at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Fantastic. You can follow me at Free Pelicious. Uh, of course, follow our good friends at Pay It Forward with yes. Football uh, as they continue to spread kindness. And it looks like their bowling event went over really, really well. So, yeah, I was uh, sad I have missed it. Yeah, all the people that uh, got out, uh, thanks for going out and supporting an amazing group of people. And of course, follow the show at The Turf District. That's pretty much everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Oh. But I haven't uh, I haven't put anything on there since the Combine, but I have some ideas once training camp opens. So we'll see how it goes. Yep, lots of thinking. Yep. <laughs> hey, Kayla, on your uh, media pass this year, I did put photographer. So we're going to see oh. if you can. Oh, Was it not this. on there last year? Uh, I wasn't sure, but I made sure it was on there for this year. So we'll see. Hopefully that'll happen. And then you can I just won't yeah, I won't stand beside I won't stand beside Brent and his like amazing lens (laughs) my like little like itty bitty instamatic. Afterwards, yeah, like oh. I, yeah, I want. That's what I want. Yeah, or you know what? When uh, when we were at the combine, um, Sarah Saeed had uh, like a disposable camera, and I hadn't seen one in so long. And she took a picture and then crank, 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 and I'm like, a... and she's like, yeah, it actually is neat for pictures. I'm like, all you need is like one of those boxes with the hood you on her and the big, <laughs> the big T with the big flash. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I want one of those. Just now, like we're old school training camp, just for yeah. Can you imagine just being like in the stands and obviously you just like see the smoke? Like... Yeah, that'd be like the new one, Yeah. Hey, Nito. Yeah. Uh, if we did that now, everybody panic. <laughs> Fire! Yeah. No more fires. We don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. Um, all right. So join us uh, on all of the social media spots, of course. Uh, and thank you for joining us on YouTube. Stick around with us. We'll get to overtime right away. Uh, otherwise, we will be back next week to yes. talk about the first few days of training camp and uh, all of the things that are coming. Uh, and we're working on getting some uh, some players on here before too long as they're now, of course, back in town and they can tell us about how camp was so amazing so far. So uh, so for Commissioner Kayla and super fan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, You can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.